Now, you don't need me to tell you that the TV and video audience measurement ecosystem is becoming more and more complex. Alongside the industry currencies, new services are emerging that aim to add to the body of knowledge and audience understanding, and thereby improve business decision-making. And of course, in so doing, they're looking to establish a successful commercial enterprise of their own. And one such service is SODA, developed and run by Digital Eye, which measures and reports audiences for the big streaming services. Some of our listeners will already be familiar with SODA, not least because it's been presented at a couple of recent ASI conferences. And our discussion today will focus on where SODA fits in this developing audience measurement ecosystem. And I guess the big question is, does more data really complement the industry currency services or does it complicate things? So I'd like to welcome Matt Ross to the ASI cast. Hello, Matt. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Richard. Thank you for having me. Now, Matt, you've recently been promoted to Managing Director at Digital Eye. So uh, can you kick things off today by telling us a bit more about what your new role involves? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a new, exciting role for me. I've been with the business for around seven years, um, been heavily involved in the development of Soda um, over those last over the last three or four years. Uh, but recently I've taken on a bit more of a uh, overall management, general management role for the business. So alongside a lot of the stuff that I've been doing over the last few years, managing the products, uh, looking after the data, making sure that we're heading in the right direction, making sure that we're responding to the needs of our clients and our users. Um, there's the the obvious stuff that then comes with a management director role, which is, you know, you know, looking after the overall business, making sure that we are delivering on our aims as a business, which is a which is an exciting new challenge for me. I've always been um, really kind of head down in the data for for many of uh, for many of the years I've been working at Digital Eye, focused on the products. Um, so, uh, you know, part of the challenge is taking a step back and 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 not being as involved on the day to day and and taking yourself out of something that you really love doing. Um, to try and help the business, um, you know, overall, uh, you know, take the business in the right direction overall. Um, but I'm, I'm really kind of thankful for the, the business owners for giving me the opportunity to take this on. And, and is company founder Ali Vidati still involved? He is. Yeah, absolutely. He's, um, he's still uh, continuing on as CEO. So he's, he's um, still working with us on a daily basis, still very much involved in the business um, and is still providing his, his energy and his insight into everything that we do. Um, and I hope to kind of continue that and make sure that the, the, you know, the, um, you know, his, his, his energy, as I said, and, and the statistical quality and, and everything that he's also brings to the work that he does is still um, kind of, a uh, big part of everything that we're doing going forward as well. So we're here to talk about Digitalized Soda service and, and the role that you think it can play in the increasingly complex world of TV and video measurement. Now, I'm afraid that we don't have time for a detailed description of Soda, but can you give us the 30 second elevator pitch? Yes, so Soda is a platform developed in 2019. Um, the platform initially started off by asking a sample of 1,000 in the UK to go onto uh, their Netflix accounts and download a spreadsheet of everything that they have viewed onto um, on Netflix on their account. So each of the profiles, they could download a list and send to us. Um, and we and we looked at that data and we found that it was you know pretty good data. In fact, it had 
uh, line by line viewing of everything that somebody had streamed on each profile in that account. Um, and it was accurate historical data all the way back through to the point in which that account had been opened. Um, we have since expanded the product to not go down this manual approach. And we've developed a, um, a more technological, a technologically sophisticated way of being able to capture that, that similar data. But over the years, it's really progressed. So we, we were, we've gone from measuring just Netflix in one country off a panel of 1,000 to now measuring Netflix, Amazon Prime Video. We measure HBO Max. We also measure Disney Plus now, launched um, only this month. Um, and we're measuring uh, viewing data in over, well, actually in 20 territories worldwide now. So we are ex we've expanded outside of Europe into Latin America, also into the US, and also we're, we're in areas of APAC now as well. So it's gone from being one country, one service to 20 countries, four services in the space of three years. So it's a very rapidly developing system. The the real kind of, um, the, just to summarize what the, what the data is, it's, it's, it's fully it's full account data would be the best way to describe it. So it's data that's taken directly from the accounts. It contains all the viewing that takes place on any device that used by that account. Um, and it understands the viewing that is for the full history of that account as well. So we get a real 360 degree uh, view of what happens on each account. And it's great for analyzing content, analyzing subscriptions um, and the performance of subscriptions and content on, on these platforms and the interplay between them as well. So where does the, the SODA data fit in the measurement ecosystem is it how does it complement what's available from the industry currencies well i think that you know the first thing would be that you know not uh you know not all industry currencies in all the territories that we have soda available are are measuring this so in those in those areas it's filling a gap where there isn't measurement of these services you know we there is no view view on what's happening at a content level in particular on services like netflix or amazon hbo disney so for those countries it's it's servicing a, a you know a real kind of gap in the data um at a, at a viewing level um in countries where there is a, a measurement in place like the uk for example um it's a slightly different a uh, slightly different uh, relationship there. We think it's complementary to that system. Ultimately, um, the the systems in which, um, let's say, let's say Barb, the system that has um, data on these services, that is being collected from a, a panel of individuals. It's been collected for in the home viewing. A lot of the time, it's kind of on the TV set, and it's also integrated into the linear panel. So you were able to track viewing across from the likes of Netflix, Amazon into viewing onto the linear channels. So it gives that single source element into those wanting to explore that relationship between the linear and the uh, and the B VODs, uh, sorry, the, the S VODs. Whereas with, with Soda, it's obviously a very S VOD specific product. It looks at the global players. It uses one consistent methodology across all of the territories that it covers. It allows you, and it allows you very granular total viewing, a total, um, total coverage of all the viewing across all of the devices on all of those SVOD platforms as well. So if we were to collect an individual's data, we would have all of their viewing on all devices for all of the services they subscribe to. So we would get that 100, uh, 360 degree view of all of that data without any of those gaps. So we understand the full subscription. So we think we do think it's 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 very complementary. We also think it's it's incredibly strong when it comes to content analysis, being able to understand how content is performed at the whole at the total level, um, how content is being watched in uh, different countries with the exactly the same methodology, a harmonized methodology, obviously being able to give you confidence that your the, the data you're seeing in Argentina versus the data that you're seeing in Italy is 
is directly comparable and that you can you can you can benchmark those countries against one another and essentially treat them as, as demographics as well as is something that we think we deliver by being able to to kind of provide a consistent harmonized global methodology as well so you're you've got harmonized data internationally you've got consumption of the the svod platforms on all devices not just the tv sets um you mentioned the uk and bob and there's obviously there's, there's been a lot of uh, interest and publicity in the fact that netflix and disney are, are now subscribing um slightly cheeky question but have you done any comparisons of your data with the barb data we have i mean we are a we are also a barb bureau i mean digitalized history is a barb bureau so we've been we've been uh, reporting on barb data for for 20 years um so we've, we're kind of very knowledgeable and we like to keep up to date with what's going on there so i mean with with access to that data and our own uh, of course we have been looking at you know comparisons between the two again it also shows the differences between the two i think in terms of the viewing that we're able to capture um that 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 a system like barb is not but also the the kind of individual nature of the data that barb will capture that we don't we look at things at very much more of an account or household level whereas barb will dive into the individuals and and, and break down the demographics that way so you can see the key differences largely we you know the, the numbers tend to stack up if you take all those methodological differences into consideration the numbers do really do tend to stack up quite nicely um you know the other thing to consider i think with with some of the panels like Barb's is that they are I know, primarily designed as a kind of linear TV panel. Um, so they are, you know, they are measuring that in TV homes. Um, I think a lot of the out of the home viewing um, account sharing data, um, viewing that takes place is, you know, student accommodation, things like that perhaps isn't there. Um, mm -hmm. and, and we do feel like we might be capturing that a little bit better. So we do tend to see that usage on svod platforms is slightly higher on soda at an average level than 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 barb but the um they, but generally speaking they do stack up very well and you you mentioned that you're you're uh, moving or have launched in the us um also, along with nielsen as we know there are so many new competing newer competing services in the us and consequently, a lot of noise. How do you expect to achieve standout there? It's a very good question. Um, you know, and I think that we are really, you know, in all honesty, at the beginning of trying to understand the nature of that challenge. Um, so we've launched an initial test panel. And at the moment, we are we are looking at you know doing some data validation exercises, um, looking at how it compares to the actual data coming out of the S4 platforms themselves, but also looking at you know how it stacks up and how it can be complementary to, to you know to, to what's already existing in that marketplace as well um, and what the what the need for it is out there um, so we're in really kind of early stages in the US but um, I do think that we we can what we do what we can offer is that US measurement as part of the global view as well which I think is something that that um, perhaps others can't in the sense that we can we can we can you know you can directly compare that US viewing data to the rest of the world uh and well across all the 20 countries that we that we measure so being able to immediately say look here's here's some data on the us it's done this way but also here's all these other countries and you can compare them that way um it's something that we're, we're kind of obviously going to be leaning into when, when we tackle the us market but it's, it certainly is crowded and that's why we're trying to take the most considered approach um when we go into the us because it's um you know there is so much out there um and and 
you know, it, it's obviously a very key market for, for, for everybody. Um, so we want to make sure that we're addressing the market uh, and we are understanding what the needs are and where we fit in before we, we dive in um, and, and uh, yeah, and we need to understand what our strategy is going to be ultimately. You, you mentioned that the data generally is, is, is especially strong on content and uh, therefore valuable for programming, licensing decisions and, and subscription management. Um, there's, but it's, it's existing, the data exists in isolation. You don't have comparable, comparable data for broadcast TV. So does that limit Soda's use for advertising purposes? Yeah, it's a really interesting question. Um, you know, I, I think one of the spaces where we're we're seeing that there is a lot of work being going on is is trying to understand how advertising can be measured in these spaces as as these platforms start to um, explore um, ad tiers, for example. Um, and and you know what we we feel that playing to our strengths at this point in time is is what we're going to do with our data. We know that it's incredibly strong for content. We know that there are many people out there that really want a you know, a good quality content analysis platform um, where they can understand global performance of content. So that is, you know, that's where we are focusing. Um, we do think that there's there's possible capabilities down the line for, for Soda to be used um, to help understand, um, you know, how well uh, ads are performing on these platforms. But right now we do think our space is in content performance. We think that that's where, um, that's where it's strongest. And also, you know, that's where, um, there is still a good amount of demand, I think, for for the data. Yeah, you mentioned the the ad supported tiers, um, and obviously, there's a lot of interest in how much traction uh, they are achieving. Have you looked at viewing behaviours for the different subscription tiers? We have, yeah. It's it's something that's really really interesting. So one of the data points that we're able to extract. Um, when we collect the data from our panels is what tier they're subscribing to at the point in which they supply the data to us. So we can track a, we can track an individual account and see when it changes from having a premium subscription, for example, and then steps, um, goes down to uh, a standard or a basic or even the basic with ads as well. So we can see what happens um, when you drop. And, and you know naturally, there are elements of those subscription tiers which will impact on the viewing levels. So for example, if you're in a, a premium Netflix tier, for example, you, you can watch on four devices simultaneously Simultaneously, um, so perhaps that's slightly more likely to be used by households that are sharing an account, perhaps as well. So we tend to see a much kind of higher usage at a premium subscription level than we do um, when an account is at a, a basic subscription level for those for those reasons. Um, and I think it's going to be increasingly interesting as this conversation around account sharing and, and the crackdown around account sharing um, kind of carries on. And, and we know that they're starting. Obviously, they've rolled. You know, Netflix is, is a great example of rolled out a, an account sharing crackdown in Spain recently. Um, you know, we saw a, a you know a pretty significant drop off um, from January to February in viewing levels um, through our panel in Spain in, on Netflix when uh, when that came into coming into place. Uh, more significant than in the other European territories where they hadn't implemented the the uh, the new crackdown on account sharing. So, so that is going to be interesting to see how that plays out as well, because I think that, you know, if people are reducing their viewing, if, if it's causing accounts to watch less, and then it's not causing a huge uptick in subscription, 
then it puts more of their accounts within that churn risk um, element as well. So, so we're going to be keeping a really close eye on it. You know, are they going to be gaining subscribers in the long run, or are they simply going to be putting more accounts into that lower usage level and, and perhaps more of a, the, the kind of churn risk end? Um, because Netflix's usage is is significantly higher on average at an account level than than kind of a, like a Disney or an Amazon. Um, but perhaps that's why they're looking at it. Perhaps that's why they're saying, hey, you know, are we getting, you know, considerably more viewing, um, but the subscription numbers aren't at the same, you know, the same multiple of that. And, um, you know, and we need to be able to try and monetize, you know, that viewing that we're getting. So um, that's, you know, that I'm sure that's part of the reasoning why they're, they're looking at these options, be it the ad advertising element, but also the, the, the crackdown on password sharing as well. And, and how have the streaming services themselves reacted to the soda data? Yeah, I think this is something that's evolved over time. Um, so we're now we're now about four years into uh, into soda. It, it launched at the end of 20, uh, 2019. So we are, um, you know, we are seeing that relationship change. I think it's something that a few years ago, there wasn't that many people out there looking or that many companies out there looking to to capture this viewing or measure this viewing. Um, and we definitely think the conversation's changed. Um, so, you know, in recent years, like, you know, with the likes of, of, of Netflix um, and and Disney joining the barb measurement, for example, the, the conversation's definitely shifted there in terms of the openness there is to measurement. Um, and we're finding that as well. We're finding that we're, we're getting good, uh, good feedback from the streamers themselves. Um, you know, we're finding that the data is also useful for them, right? You know, you're help, helping understand where, their viewing is in, in a competitive landscape, you know, what our viewers are doing uh, when they're not watching our system, what are they watching elsewhere, what brings them in from competitive platforms, what makes them leave us into competitive platforms as well. So we can provide that competitive piece. And, and I think as the market's becoming more uh, competitive, it's becoming, you know, you know, subscriber numbers aren't just continually growing for all of these services, then I think the competitive data becomes even more interesting and more at the forefront because you need to understand where you can make gains or, or where your losses are coming from as well. So just to round things off, what, what would you say are Digital Eye's main goals for Soda over the next 12 months? So we've we've been focusing, um, you know, on really two key areas uh, over the last year or so. So the two key areas we've been focusing on have been in um, international expansion. So um, only need to go back about eighteen months, and we were in we were in six six territories in Europe. We're now in twenty countries, um, territory countries worldwide. We're now measuring also uh, four services. So we were measuring two services only. Uh, about nine months ago, and we're now measuring HBO Max and Disney Plus. So our focus was, was primarily on getting more coverage in terms of services and in terms of uh, international coverage as well. Um, and that has slightly shifted because we've now achieved quite a lot of those goals. Um, so it's going to be around product development. Um, it's going to be how can we improve on the product? How can we add potentially more data streams to make it even more interesting as well? How can we work to you know utilize the data that we're getting a great example of that would be looking at things like subscriber acquisition and retention getting the the full account data um on, on, a, on a platform and all of the account data for each of the accounts someone subscribes to um you know gives you a lot of information on how that account is used what is it they first watch when they subscribed what is it that they watch after two or three weeks of inactivity what brings them back in so what then reduces that churn risk um so so utilizing that level of you know that that level of um 
analytics that you can go into in the data is going to be something that we're going to be focusing on. Um, we're also looking at um, exploring how we can utilize, um, you know, other data such as further survey data. So understanding, for example, how people who are uh, looking at potential other options. So somebody who might be a churn risk, who might say, like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about unsubscribing to my Netflix account. What is it that they're, they're, they're watching? How much is their viewing reduced? Um, and what is it that could bring them back in as well? So helping, um, you know, and that that plays into to understanding the kind of overall streaming market, I think, and, and that overall kind of subscription video on demand market. Great. Well, thank you, Matt. I think it's a, an excellent example of the, the way that one company has found a creative way of gathering data that's uh, maybe not available, at least in that form elsewhere, and carving out a, a niche for itself uh, in this increasingly complex world that we're operating in. So thank you very much. Thank you.